0: The signing of the Declaration of Independence marks a pivotal moment in the history of the United States. In the summer of 1776, in the midst of the American Revolutionary War, 56 brave and visionary individuals gathered in Philadelphia to draft a document that would forever change the course of their nation. Fueled by the ideals of liberty, equality, and justice, These men, known as the Founding Fathers, embarked on a daring endeavor to sever ties with the British monarchy and establish a new independent nation. With meticulous deliberation, they crafted a powerful declaration, boldly asserting the inherent rights of all individuals and proclaiming the right to self-governance. On July 4th, amidst great anticipation and fervor, the Declaration of Independence was signed, signaling the birth of American liberty. While the war is written here about freedom, there's a line that's at the heart of all the others. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. People don't talk that way anymore. You. No idea what you said. It means if there's something wrong, those who have the ability to take action have the responsibility to take action. My friends, welcome to the Sheepcase Sheared podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. My friends, I want to welcome you into the, the show uh, today. Can you believe it? It's the 150th episode of the show. Can you believe it? <laughs> I was I was preparing for the show today, and I looked at it, and I said, Holy crap, look at that. We're at 150 episodes. So today, in the honor of doing the 150th episode of the Sheep Kid Sheared podcast, I decided we're going to talk a little bit about politics, something I care very much about, and I have a lot of opinions about, and a lot of them very well-educated but i'm always open to open to having my mind changed if the argument is done in a way that's very persuasive that's full of good articulate arguments factually based i'm here for it my friends in america today we have lost our way america has lost its way you know my major centers around government and this and law ...and the Constitution and all that kind of stuff because I love it. I love it. I I eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. I love it. But in my class today, we're talking about the American Constitution. We're talking about the Articles of Confederacy. We're talking about the Declaration. We're talking about the Constitution. And everything kind of came together, but there was this theme that was very central to all the arguments. All the statements that were being made in that class. And it was that the rights of the people do not come from the government. They come from God. Very, very important distinction. Because you look around the country, you got people wanting uh, free free everything. You got people wanting to do good, make everybody feel good. You got politicians promising everything and then some. That's not what America was built on. America wasn't built on politicians Giving you a free lunch And taking their cut America wasn't built off of All this grifting The, the corruption The lying The demagoguery America wasn't built on this it was built on life, liberty And the pursuit of happiness But we've come to this point in America Where you can't. A lot of people can't be happy Unless they're on a drug Or unless the government gives them something For nothing In one of my classes today, and I I won't make this purely about college, because I guarantee most of you probably don't care. But here's the thing. When it comes down to it, people want everything for nothing. I mean, just look at the Romans, for God's sakes. The Romans, back in the day, they would be taxed heavily on their grain. Caesar would then take their grain make bread out of, make bread out of some of it, and then throw it to them in the Coliseum, they'd be like, oh my gosh, Caesar's great, Caesar's amazing, I love the government, not knowing it was their, it was the same grain that was taken from their field that was being given back to them and only a small percentage of it at that. We've gotten to that point in America where people will ask for free health care, free child care, free everything, When any of you who have read the 48 laws of power understand that law 40 instructs you to despise the free lunch because it is often not is often subpar and not what you actually want. And there's always strings attached. There's always quid pro quo. You're never actually getting something for nothing that violates the rules of nature. The laws, the natural order. Nothing is ever free. So when the government promises you free this and free that, it's not free. The government will always take their cut. Do you, not, uh, do you understand that? Do you not understand this? The government will always take their cut. Of course they will. Now you may be asking me, well, in healthcare, how do they take their cut? Well, well, sh- well, well schmuck, let me tell you why. Let me tell you how. In the Soviet Union, the gov- which has... Um, which had socialized medicine provided by the government, as does Cuba. The government controls your medical records. They control everything that you have on your medical record, so they know exactly how to control you. They know exactly what you need, and they will be proverbially or sometimes physically holding you hostage with that. They control whether you live or die in plain English. No, I know you. they're not going to phrase it to you like that. Because if I, you, if they phrase it to you in the same way I just did, you're going to be abrasive. You're going to say, whoa, hold on a minute. Let, let's just slow down for one dang minute. I'm certainly not on board anymore. Too damn bad. We're already heading there. In fact, that's what Obamacare was all about. was getting us to that point. Or as close to it as they could get you. The government wants power. Why do you think the Constitution was framed in a way that was negative? The government shall not do this. The government will not do that. Why do you think they did that? Answer, because they knew that the more they did not do, they stated what the government could not do because they knew the government would do everything else and push up against that line as much as they possibly could. And that is why America has lost its way because back in the day People would revolt over three cents of taxes added. Now they raise the taxes through the roof, and you don't care. Now they they t- they teach your kids about sexuality when the kids don't even know what sex is, and you say nothing. They they t- basically indoctrinate the kids to become slaves. And so what do you do? Nothing. Nothing. You're to label a domestic terrorist. That's what the government does to you. Look it up; it's a real thing. Where, where is everybody today? Where is the outrage? Where is the? We, we're not standing for this. We will not allow this. To answer, those people, they know that they, they know what's going on, and they know that the more they speak out, the more they become a target. Do you think I feel safe doing this show? No, I don't. I know I'm going to be censored. I know that I'm going to be shadow banned. I know I'm going to be castigated for saying this because they don't want you to say... They don't want you to hear this. People in power don't want you to think. They want you to drift. They will enable you every which way to Sunday to get you to drift. Because it keeps them in power and it keeps their wallets fat. That's why they do that. They are more than happy to let you grow, grow horizontal... Because it keeps them in power. I get it. Most people don't care about these things. They don't care about where the legions are going. That'd be the army. They don't care what the senators are arguing about. They don't care what Caesar's doing. They care about the pebble in the shoe. Cicero said that. The Roman poet, I think it was Cicero, said that. It was either him or Cato the Elder. I don't remember which one. But... It, has anything really changed? Has anything genuinely changed from that perspective? Of people don't care about what Congress is doing. They might care a little bit about what Joe Biden is saying. If they read a certain headline, they might care for two minutes before something happens in their life and they forget. This is why America's lost its way. They don't teach you this kind of history anymore. You have to go out of your way to learn these things. You people are so brainwashed... That they think that they're owed something for nothing because they exist. They think that the government owes them something or that somebody owes them something. No! You're only guaranteed life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And life is threatened thanks to abortion. Liberty is threatened every single day and you have to fight for it. The pursuit of happiness... The pursuit of happiness has gotten so vague, has become so controversial. What even is happiness? Honestly, is it even possible to achieve happiness? Is it even possible to be happy in a world like this? Is it? Do you find happiness at the bottom of a bottle? Do you find it in in drugs? Do you find it in sex? What do you find it Do You find it in sex? What do you find it in? Where do you find happiness today? Is it in a fulfilling marriage? If they exist anymore? Uh, Is it in a Seeing your business grow, seeing your children grow up, seeing seeing the kid in the graduation hat—what is happiness anymore? Do people just chase excitement and not fulfillment anymore? Is fulfillment even a word of the English language anymore? I see people around my campus all the time talking about how oh, they're gonna get with this person, or they're gonna they're gonna go out and get you know wasted, or they're gonna go do this and do that. No one's thinking two steps ahead, three steps ahead. No one's thinking about the future. It's all about right now. It's all about, ooh, where can I find the next hit of, of ecstasy, of passion, of bliss? Where can I find the next feel good? Not how can I invest in myself? How can I grow? How can I be better than I was yesterday? I don't hear anybody saying that. I don't. And that's what alarms me. And that's why America's going down the gutter. Because people would rather care about the most throwaway, low-frequency thinking garbage than they would about trying to better their lives, trying to focus on the future, and trying to build something from nothing. People are... You know, I gotta hand it to the marketing industry. I gotta tell you. They have convinced people that if you're not happy... You must be the anomaly. Because everybody else is having a good time and you're not. And if you want to feel happy, you need to eat this, drink that, lose this, gain that. The only way to truly find happiness, in my opinion, is to give it to yourself and to see something that you have been building come to life. I remember when I first started the show months ago. 100 episodes seemed like it was so far away that I got there. I thought a hundred and fifty would be too far to get to we here now. I Love doing this. Do I make up my bag off it? No Do I enjoy it? Do I enjoy sp- spreading knowledge? Do I enjoy? Communicating with my audience. Yes. Yes, I do Yet, I see people around me so depressed, so anxious, so downtrodden. Do you understand what a privilege it is to... I mean, look, I know this is going to sound bad, but do you have any idea how much of a privilege it is to feel depressed sometimes? When you have your back up against the wall, you don't have time to think about that. You're in survival mode. Though, trust me, I've been down bad. I even have... I have two shorts... That go back to another video talking about my story with depression and anxiety and mental health. So don't think I'm a Johnny come lately or I'm demeaning it. I'm not. I'm trying to bring perspective into people's lives who are lacking it. Sometimes it takes someone else saying something in a certain way for it to break through and for you to truly hear it for the first time and understand it in a way that you never have before. My friends, America has lost its way for multiple different reasons, and I I know for a fact that everyone has someone they want to blame. I know they do. Feel free to leave it in the comments section if you're watching on YouTube or on Rumble, or you can follow me on pretty much any social media platform, at SheepkeetSheared. Well, my friends, I want you to know that if you're feeling the burdens of life, if you see with your eyes, how American society is crumbling, how the old ways are dying off and the new ways are really, quite frankly, hardly developing. We're in this progress is good because it's progress when how far can you go forward before you end up going back? Kind of what Doc said in cars, if you go hard enough left, you'll find yourself turning right. He's not wrong about that at all. And yet, that's what we've done. That's what, where we've gotten in society. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. And when you combine that with the fact that everybody wants something for nothing and they think that they're owed it. That's why we're teetering on the brink of chaos. That's why we're teetering and our, and our entire way of life is in limbo. It's not an accident. My friends, I would love to hear what you have to say about this or any of the topics I brought up today. Please. Please, I would love to hear what you had to say. My friends, until until that time, until next time, I want to thank you for listening to the show and thank you for being here on this very important day, this 150th episode. Thank you for being here. My friends, God bless you. God bless your family and God bless. God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.